You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschooling Kids Weekly Leader Training, helping you teach your kids the big story of the Bible. Hi, I want to welcome you to the Weekly Leader Training Podcast for the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. My name is Delany Williams, and I am one of the content editors on the Gospel Project for Kids team. And I am joined again this week by... Landry Holmes, who is one of our co-hosts. And so Landry, if you will share with our listeners just a little bit about yourself and your involvement with the Gospel Project for Kids. Sure, Delaney, and thank you for having me on uh, today for this episode. So I have been working with Lifeway Kids for several years, and I currently uh, work with all the teams that publish curriculum materials for churches, birth through preteens, and I have had the privilege of working with the Gospel Project team, uh, the editors and the designers and the leaders of the Gospel Project since its inception, and so I'm just thrilled to be here today, uh, and my church uses the Gospel Project as well. Uh, I get to teach the Gospel Project, and, and then my grandchildren learn um, from the Gospel Project as well, and so I have a vested interest in what we're doing here today, Delaney. Glad that you're here and appreciate your perspective and being able to see it from all those different angles as well. And so our listeners may remember that we are in Unit 36 and we are in Session 3. And so we're in the Book of Revelation and we're in chapters 4 and 5 this week. And so this session title is Before the Throne. And so when we look at the big idea of this session, we want to remember that Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and that He deserves all of all our praise, all the praise, and honor and glory. And then one day, all people and creatures will worship Jesus. And so we live in that hope because we know that day is coming. And so that is the big idea that we want boys and girls to be able to grasp and understand in this session. And so as we, as we look to our, um, some of those activities that may need a little additional prep time or some little helpful hints, we want to go ahead and move to that part of the podcast. And I'll start with our preschool resources. And so this week, our babies and toddlers, um, or with the toddlers, there's an activity where they will sing a new song. And so it suggests that you use toy microphones and all. And you may not have some of those toy microphones that um, available at your church. And so just want to give you a couple of tips that maybe you could use a PVC pipe one of those, that would be easy for a child to grasp, if it, even if it was wide, um, that those little toddler hands, because their fine motor skills aren't as developed as much. And then, or also, you could even just use a cardboard tube with a piece of paper, you know, um, maybe some crumbled up paper that's attached to the top of the cardboard tube. And then there you go, you have a microphone. And so... As we know, teaching with toddlers, you need more of one supply because they're all going to want one at the same time. And so that could be some helpful 
hints and tips for you as you do that activity. So that's with our toddlers. Then moving along to our preschoolers, there is an activity called Dig for Animals and, and People Figures. So you're digging for animal figures. I want to make sure to make that clear. Animal figures and people figures. And so you're going to need sand or rice or whole corn feed for that activity. So that's just a reminder to stop by the store, grab that prior to Sunday. And then also you'll need, um, want to make sure to have an allergy alert just to notify the, the parents just in case. Then also there is an activity where it is make a tent. And so you will need some extra bed sheets or blankets from home. If your church does not have some readily available at church, um, and two, that may be something that you consider your church, if you have the budget money for that, purchasing some because we do make tents and we create structures um, oftentimes in our um, resources throughout the different age groups. And so that would be a really great investment. Or it may be that you have one of those children pop-up tents, similar to one that we had with Destination Dig, if you did Destination Dig VBS, there's the pop-up tent. That could be something that could also be used for this activity as well. So those are just a, a few of the activities I wanted to highlight to give you some helpful hints for our preschoolers. And then Landry, if you could share some tips about um, activities in our kids' resources. Sure, I'd be happy to, Delaney. And younger kids, when you first look at the activity choices, you will see one that says worship, and you may think that we made a mistake because there's also um, a uh, session starter with the same name, worship, but they're two separate activities. So uh, just, you know, if that gives you pause, just know they're two separate activities. So worship Jesus is uh, one of the younger kids' activities, and it's, uh, it's going to be one that it calls for use of musical instruments. And if you don't have musical instruments, you can make some simple uh, kazoos out of uh, paper towel rolls and wax paper. Uh, there's just, you know, you can Google some ways to make some, some homemade uh, musical instruments if you don't have any. Um, you, know, you can use, use a shoebox and rubber bands and, and make a stringed instrument. But any instruments that you use that might touch kids' mouths, uh, I think it's a it's a given. But especially uh, these days, we're more cognizant of spreading germs. Just make sure you thoroughly sanitize any musical instrument that's touched the mouth before and after it's used. Uh, I'm a germaphobe, so. Uh, I'll guarantee you that 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 I would be sanitizing uh, them before, during, after, whenever. Uh, but just just make sure that you do that just for, for safety of the kids, and and uh, also it'll make people like me happy. And me so, too, and Landry. I, I was just saying. All right. I'm, I'm right there with you. Let's sanitize and clean. <laughs> make sure we don't you spread. Bet. Any germs? So the kids' worship demo uh, is group demo is is really fun, and it's something that you may have done many times, but it might be the first time the kids have seen it or participated in it. Um, just make sure ahead of time that you have enough vinegar and baking soda to inflate the balloon, 
And if you are wondering what I'm talking about, it explains it in the session uh, for kids' worship. We'll uh, encourage you, like with any group demonstration, that you do it ahead of time to make sure it's going to work um, and and make adjustments as you need it so that it'll work. Here's another thing is that you may want to stretch the balloon ahead of time um, so it's a little looser so that it will inflate a little more easily. Uh, and def, 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 is it deflate or deflate? Anyway, go down more easily as, as well, uh, Delaney. And, and just um, uh, follow the recipe. Here's the thing about this group demonstration, as well as others, is don't forget the reason you're doing the group demonstration. Uh, you know, we are talking about how Jesus is worthy of worship, and there's a there's there's a reason that we're having uh, having this demonstration or suggesting this uh, demonstration. You know, we're trying to to uh, to help kids understand about worship and and. This is, you know, you say, well, how can I do that? Well, we give you suggestions uh, in the leader guide uh, to help you understand better uh, how you can take this demonstration and talk about the importance of us worshiping Jesus, how he is worthy of that worship. So just a just a reminder, because sometimes I get so wrapped up in doing these kinds of things with kids and they're getting excited about it and helping them understand uh, how it how it works. But, you know, when we see Jesus as he truly is, we really can't help but worship. And one day all people and creatures will worship Jesus. And so. When you make this do this demonstration, the balloon has to inflate when you put those elements together. Well, as as believers, when we see Jesus, we can't help but worship Him because of who He is. Great word, and I think even Landry that even went a little. I guess I don't want to say you went ahead because that was great with that. But the next part of our episode is about what are you excited about teaching boys and girls and excited about what God will potentially do through this session or could do. And so, like I said, that's it. As you were talking about, as we are, um, we can't help but worship him. Um, Jesus, we see all his glory. Is there anything you want to add on about what you're excited about? For this session, well, and I apologize for getting no, no. That's that. I want to make sure that I wasn't <laughs> okay, saying <laughs> it was a good segue. That was it, you know. Okay, transition okay, good, good. right yes. into it. That was All planned, right? right? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Leah. Uh huh. Wink, wink. Um, well, I was also thinking about how girls, especially younger girls, get all excited about um, things that have to do with princesses and royalty and all that. And so we're, you know, we're talking about the throne. And so it's, there is a way, I believe, to to, to latch onto that excitement that some of these children are already going to have. And, 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 and boys too, they like, you know, they like the, the boy part of being a knight and being, you know, brave. And, and that's not what the session's about, but it gives us a way to 
take what they're interested in and point them to the ultimate kingdom and point them to the ultimate king who is worthy of worship. And all this other stuff is pretend or is a, well, in adult language, a shadow of what's to come when the true king is on the throne and we are there worshiping him. So they're not going to get all that, but they can get excited if they, if they're already excited about playing, pretending to be a princess or pretending to be a knight, they can get excited more about what it means to worship the king who is on the throne. Good word. Good word. And you know, when I think about especially teaching preschoolers, as I do um, with my church, I think about that even the part where we're teaching them, you know, what will come and we think about the future, that's really difficult for preschoolers to grasp because they, they don't really have a concept of time. You know, they only know what they have or can understand what they have experienced themselves in the past. And so I think, like you said, we're teaching it to them. We're um, using the lesson, teaching the story. And also, I think another thing, and especially with preschoolers, what we can focus on is helping them understand that Jesus is worthy of all of our praise, that he's worthy of all of our glory, and that we... How, you know, ways that we can praise him, talking about that to help them understand um, that even from that very young age that Jesus is worthy. Not, not other things. As they grow up, the world's going to tell us that, you know, other things are worthy of our praise. It's not. It's Jesus. And so that excites me that we get to help boys and girls from babies all the way up to preteens to really solidify that, that Jesus deserves our praise and is worthy of our praise and helping them understand that. And so excited and um, want our churches to know that we, we um, pray for you and we serve alongside you in our churches and um, pray that God would use you in big ways to, um, to teach these boys and girls these truths. And so we want to thank you very much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And we hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. For more information and helpful resources, make sure to visit gospelproject.com.